Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, the Fluff Brendan and the Star Catherine, the Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at the Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Hello, people. Hola, peoples. Como estas? Yo soy bien. Mi casa su casa. No, no, no. That's all the Spanish I know. Taco, burrito, mm-hmm. enchilada. Guacamole. I suppose. So, what's our topic for today? Given that it's Wednesday... Time of my rampage and collision. Yeah. Sorry we missed last week's. You know, life happens. Yeah, it called college. Yeah, some of us take summer courses. Uh huh. So, Dynamite was in Edmonton. I don't know the Providence Edmonton's in. Alberta. Oh, okay. So, you got any news? Uh, the Emmy nominations came out. Know how many the Bloodline received? Nada. But it's cinema! No. It's terrible. Oh, okay, it's not terrible. But, of course, WWE fans would... Ow! You little fucking shit! Stop biting me, motherfucker! I don't get why you guys fucking scratch at my hand like that. Ow! Fuck! Oh, fucking asshole. Well then, before we were so in, in uh, rudely interrupted by the cats. But anyways, no, the bloodline story, I mean, it's whatever, I don't care. Not like we're able to watch SmackDown currently anyways. I think. 
Yeah, thanks Direct TV for not renewing your contract with Fox. Eh, it's a two-way street. Fox probably wants too much money. But the WWE should um do something about it somehow. Yeah, like put it on FS1 for direct TV customers or put it on Peacock or something. Uh-huh. Or something. But they won't Anything do that. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery wants the W to add more pay-per-views. No, 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 no. And no. You hear me out. You do eight pay-per-views, one every other month, one in January, one in March. Here, you could keep, do one in January, Revolution in March, Double or Nothing in May, have a pay-per-view in July, all out in September, and full gear in November. That might be six. Yeah, six pay-per-views. Or, right? Or is that eight? Math is hard. January, May, or January, March, May, July, September. That's seven. I miscounted. My bad. See, I'm just trying to pet you, and you want to get all bitey bitey off. Now, how would you feel about that? So that way it's not one every month, but you still get more papers. I like the format they have now because now I'm not burnt out on pay-per-views. I don't get why everybody wants to make AEW They're not WWE 3.0. Stop with that, first of all. They're not WWE 2.0. They're getting to be that way. Then stop watching! No. But, no, they're not starting to become WWE 2.0. And wherever this fucking started needs to fucking stop because it's stupid. Now, if they stopped doing wrestling and did more promos and had, like, three matches a night, then, yeah, start calling them WWE 2.0. But guess what? They don't do that. So no, they're not WWE 2.0. And guess what? More pay-per-views for AEW means more money and more AEW con- or content. So that's good for AEW fans. And that's why you don't do a pay-per-view every month. You do one every other month. Unless they put that shit on a streaming service. You, the fans ain't gonna buy a pay-per-view every other month. 
that's probably what they're going to do. I mean, fans are still bitching because they're like, I'm not paying for all in and all out a week apart. And I can't blame them. If I, if it comes down to I, he's putting both of these as a pay-per-view, I'm buying all in and I'm not buying all out. But, again, people need to quit with this WWE 2.0 shit, because it's not. I don't know where this started, but wherever it started, it needed to die out right then and there. Any more news? Uh, Warner Brothers and AEW are in deep contract talks for a new TV deal. Which I would expect that would be announced soon and a streaming service deal coming with that because AEW has made enough money now that they could go to a streaming service like HBO Max. They also have enough content they could put on a streaming service like old Dynamite and Rampages. What, it's like 200 episodes of Dynamite, 100 episodes of Rampage. 100 episodes of Rampage, and I think they're coming up on their 200 episode of Dynamite soon. I thought they already had their 200th episode of Dynamite. Uh, I think it's coming up, I don't remember. Anything else? No. I got some stuff. Okay. Do you know for this year, for 2023, that the women have main event at Dynamite and Rampage nine times compared to the women on Raw and SmackDown who have only main evented three times? But TK hates women. Hmm. Evidently. Hmm. Interesting. So, since we're halfway through the year, who is your pick for Men's Wrestler of the Year? Well, Osprey. I didn't even get to give you choices. Mm, well, my answer is still Will Osprey. Will Osprey was a choice. Okada, Gunther, or Moxley? Osprey. Uh, I think I'd have to go Osprey. Just because I'm a fan. Yeah. Oh, so everybody's favorite Twitter idiot, Rod Geary, uh, made a post about he was curious to see what uh, wrestling draws people in for, and his choices were storyline characters or match quality. I'm guessing storyline one. Storyline and match quality won 75% to 24% for match quality. Storyline and characters. My bad. So what do you watch wrestling for? Match quality. Me too. Who's been your favorite AEW tag team champion so far? Swerve in our glory. I had to say the young books. 
go right about that. I think that might be all I have. Yep. Oh, no, I have one more. Who's the MVP of the women's division in AEW whole run so far? Tony Storm. I think I'm gonna go with Sheeta. If you could pick three modern tag teams to use, if you had to recreate TLC two, which three tag teams are you putting in there? They have to be current and active in any promotion. What was the question again? If you could put any three modern tag teams into TLC2, if you were recreating TLC2, which three tag teams would you use? And it could be in any promotion. Aussie Open, the Young Bucks, and... The kingdom. I will put Bay and Austin, the kingdom, and the young books. Take out all the open and put in the uh, Lucha Brothers. Oh, darn. Did we review Money in the Bank? No, but who wants to? It's terrible. Alright, that's all I got. Because I had a picture saved on my phone for it, and I don't think we reviewed it, because I think we were going somewhere that day. Yeah, we had that thing out of the church. Yeah. Then there was a reason we didn't do it. Oh well. See, this is all I wanted to do. But no, you had to scratch my arm and bite my hand. When I was over here just Oh, trying the G1's to starting us. soon too, right? Yeah, it starts Friday morning. Oh, we get Battle of the Belts this weekend. Yeah, we have Two, four, seven hours of AEW content this week. Yay, maybe we'll get it out on time. Wait, no, six. My bad. Oh, Slammiversaries this weekend too, shit. Yeah, and you get to see Bully Ray and Steve Macklin take on Scott Damore. So good. Yay! Show us your enthusiasm. This is my enthusiasm for that. But yeah, Bully Ray and Steve Macklin versus Scott Demore. 
No good. Yay. Woohoo. Impact is so great. Anyways. Can I get into Dynamite from this past week? Mm Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. All right. So, a few notes on the show before we jump in. With both feet. Was kind of boring. I enjoyed it. Thought there was too many promos. Felt like I was watching WWE, especially the MJF segment at the end of their match. Sometimes you have to do promos. Main event carried the show from being a flop. Mm, no, the MJF tag match was... Okay, what else was there? Oh, Brandon Ruby Soho was good. What else was there? Those were my notes before the show. So let's oh. get into the show. Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen against uh, la, 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 Keith Lee and Swerve. That was a great match. Yeah, Darby, Swerve, and Lee carried that match. Again, you just say Orange Cassidy. So you Again, no, you hate Darby everything. And Darby carried that match. You just say everything goes see does, which is absolute bullshit, but you're not the only one like that. I can't help I have taste and you do not. Uh, no, because I see a good wrestler when everybody else doesn't. My bad. Sorry that I see the talent in somebody. That other the one good match he had was with Will Ospreay, and Ospreay carried that motherfucker to make it a good match. See, you don't know wrestling. You claim you do, but you don't when it comes to certain things. Orange Cassidy is a great fucking wrestler. It's just you fucking people don't want to see that because, oh, he's lazy. No, when he turns it on, he's fucking great. So sit there, deal with it, and if you have opinion about it, shut the fuck up about it because it's probably stupid. Are you done with your rant? <laughs> and Can- you got people who hate a show because he's on it. Can I proceed with caution? We get Darby and Lee starting off, in case you didn't know, Orange Cassidy and Darby are tagging against Swerve and Lee. Was this a blonde tag team eliminator match? Yes. Okay. When Darby and Lee start off, Darby slaps Keith Lee. Lee throws Darby across the ring. I don't think the poor boy has landed yet. Lee could break Darby and be done with this if he wanted to. Orange Cassidy in with Lee. Same as I just said. Lee slaps Orange Cassidy so hard he falls backwards. Swerve with a nice launch off of Lee's back with a kick to Orange Cassidy. Too bad he did bust his face open. Swerve looks so good in the ring. There were some miscues between Lee and Swerve where they took each other out. Darby was trapped under the steps and Keith Lee walks up the steel steps while Darby was under there carrying Orange Cassidy. Match was great. 
for Swerve Lee and Darby. OC Darby get the win. Fun match. Anything else you want to say about this match? Uh, the Hayden Orange Cassidy needs to stop. Then we get a promo from Darby Allen, who gives the fans an intro to AEW's latest signee, Nick Wayne. We get a recap, a recap from a last week. Where... <laughs> it was a recap from Jack Perry being in the ring. Uh, we see Shivani waiting for Jack Perry to show up. He says that he ain't some thug from New York and that we can do it inside of a ring like professionals. Says that he's going to go to Tony Khan's office and demand an FTW title match. Which, why are you demanding a title match for a title that's not sanctioned by AEW? Then Hook comes out, attacks Jack Perry. Jack Perry jumps into his car and drives off. But Hook did get in a few licks. How are you feeling about this feud in general? Uh, I don't mind it. What are your thoughts on Jungle Boy's new character turn? So I guess we can't call him Jungle Boy anymore. No, I guess not. Then we get an Adam Cole MJF video package with them being at the gym. It was kind of funny. Um, then we have the Acclaim versus Blade and the Bollywood Boys. Match was nothing but filler. Acclaim is not getting back their reaction from the crowd like they had. Um, I am impressed that Billy Gunn can still go in the ring at almost 60 years old. The Acclaim win. Nobody is interested in any of the QT members versus the Acclaim feud. Get that shit off my TV. And I'm going to keep moving on since he ain't talking. Yeah, go ahead. Then we have a promo with Matt Hardy. RJ City comes up and tells Matt Hardy who his partner is going to be for the Blonde Eliminator Tournament. It says his partner is named Jeff, but not Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Then we get a Jericho promo. Fans chanting Jericho says he needs to reinvent himself. If anyone can do it, it's Jericho. Don Callis comes out to booze from the crowd, which are not piped in. And then the crowd goes into fuck you, Callis. Crowd begins to boo as Don Callis starts to talk. Don Callis continues to talk over the boos, unlike Dominic Mysterio. Um, he asked Jericho to join his family. Jericho says he don't join factions. He creates them. Then answers Don Callis with a maybe. What? Hmm. Interesting. So does he join or does he not? We can discuss that at the end. Because I have some thoughts. Then we get a Roderick Strong promo update. Says he feels great, but the doctor says they need to take it cautiously. 
Cole comes up, asks how he's feeling. Strong says he's good. Cole tells him to take time. He has all the time in the world. Um, could we see Roderick Strong turn on Cole because he gets jealous of the MJF relationship? Maybe. Then we have MJF and Adam Cole versus Daddy Magic and Butcher, which is a very odd pairing. Um, MJF's copying Cole's walk to the ring. MJF doing the boom is so cute. Cole and MJF discussing bell rings. Daddy Magic and Butcher attack, which was a smart move. Cole rolls out of the ring, so MJF is going to start the match. MJF does nice move to avoid Daddy Magic's move. Um, I put in my notes, you might bitch about MJF not wrestling all the time. But you cannot deny his athletic ability and his great wrestling skills. Then we see MJF with an abdominal stretch on Daddy Magic and he wants Cole to grab his hand to cheat. I like the team of Daddy Magic and the Butcher. Cole comes in, gets the pin on Daddy Magic. Match was good. Cole and MJF have chemistry. MJF gets on the mic, asks if there are any devil worshippers in the house. Crowd chants MJF. And this is where it got a little hokey sports entertainment like for me. Uh, they did a birthday segment for Cole. Again, just filling time. Yeah. Well, at least MJF got his head tossed into a cake. Um, the match was fine. All the shit after I get was Adam Cole's birthday. Then we get a Britt Baker promo. Um, looks like she's losing her attraction with the fans. Says she's gonna win the Owen Hart Foundation tournament again. And then we get a Jericho Guevara Garcia promo. Garcia says, We're your family, we need you. Jericho replies, says, You're still my family. Says that you can't be under his wing forever. Needs to branch out and do great things without his leadership. Renee announces that Guevara and Garcia are a tag team for the Blonde and Eliminator tournament match. Entertaining. Next, we have Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Soho looked really good in this match. Storm, I noticed Storm had on her wedding ring tonight as she come down to the ring. Uh, Soho and Baker exchange arm locks. Nice side headlock by Soho. Nice shoulder tackle or shoulder takedown by Britt. Uh, surprised by the outcome of this match, meaning Soho gets the win with a roll up and assist from the Outcast. And as Soho and the Outcast are going up the ramp, Sky Blue comes out and stares down Soho, who will be who will be in the final of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament with Sky Blue. Be a good match. Yeah. But I thought this spring... I think they should let Soho win the tournament, though. Either her or Willow. It's either going to be her or, yeah. Her, Willow, or Athena. Um, next we move on to our main event, which was Wheeler Yuta versus Kenny Omega. Match is going to be great. Yuta has improved greatly. I'm okay with whoever wins since I like both competitors. 
there was a loud pop for Omega. Yuta attacks Omega at the bell, beating him from corner to corner. Omega now in charge, taking it to Yuta. Yuta goes for a backdrop. Omega Omega got some air on that backdrop. Omega with a V-trigger. Yuta escapes the one-winged angel. Omega getting ready for another V-trigger. Don Callis comes out as security tries to stop him. Takesha from behind hits Omega with a blue thunderbomb. Yuta with a splash gets a two count. Omega with a low blow to Yuta, who was on the ropes, and gets the win. And then the BCC attacks Omega after the match. Hangman and the Young Bucks come down with a chair. Claudio takes a BTE trigger. Hangman goes to hit Claudio with a chair, and Evil Uno grabs the chair from Hangman as they go off the air as Dark Order come down to stop him. Cliffhanger! Cliffhanger! Your thoughts on the match and the aftermath of what we uh, didn't see. Kenny Omega carried this match. You are fucking crazy. Oh, I'm doing what you're doing. When it comes to no. see. Yeah. I have legit facts, data, and statistics to back up the Orange Cassidy shit. Yeah, okay. But, anyways. No, I'm joking about that. The match was great. Which you figured it would be. And yay, Kenny won. Because fuck Yuta. Even with Yuta losing, he still got that's the That's the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Anything about the aftermath after the match? Um, chaos. Love chaos. Okay. Moving on to Rampage. Rampage, 100th episode. Yay! We're starting off with Hangman versus uh, Hangman and the Young Book versus Dark Order. Dark Order getting TV time, which I don't understand all the Dark Order hate. I'm sort of enjoying the feud between Dark Order and the Hung Bucks. Serious Dark Order is best Dark Order. I think I would like Dark Order as a bad faction. Yeah. Uh, match was good. Reynolds and Nick starting off. Nick with a headlock on Reynolds. Reynolds wants Hangman. I wouldn't mind a one-on-one with these two. Matt takes out Hungy and Uno. Nice moonsault by Hangman on Reynolds. Reynolds is isolated. Matt with a suplex to both Hungy and Reynolds. Reynolds tags in Uno. Uno runs Matt into Hungy's boot. Hungy is underrated as a wrestler. Hangman yeah. and Uno begin teeing off on each other in the center of the ring. Hangman going for the buck shot, but Takesha is just casually walking to the ring like a smooth little slimy snake. A smooth criminal. Okay. Uno grabs the ref and puts the ref in front of him. Takesha gets in the ring to distract the ref. Claudio slides in the ring, hits an uppercut on Hangman, then slides out of the ring. Uno gets the pin on Hangman. Jericho made the comment and said that Uno ducked so fast that he might as well quack. Yeah. 
then Takeshita Claudio with chairs on the ring apron. Omega with a chair comes out to save Hangman and the Young Bucks. I hear this battle cry. Any thoughts on that? The match was great. Um, Takeshita still a true heel on like somebody named Dominic. Because Takeshita doesn't need piped in crowd noise. Oh, did I say that out loud? Absolutely. My bad. And... Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I'm liking the direction that Dark Order is going with this whole evil, badass, fuck you guy attitude. Once I hope they keep the, it. Once the Elite is done with the BCC, I would like to see the Elite feud with Dark Order. Mm-hmm. They will. And, and by feud, I mean Adam Page and the Young Bucks and let Kenny Omega go on a singles run. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Matt Hardy. Or, his... oh, we'll get into it later. Never mind. Next, we have Matt Hardy and his tag team partner, Jeff, not Hardy, Jarrett. Jeff, not Hardy, Jarrett. Bray woo, bray woo. You liked it, huh? Versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Sanjay Suit. I that need is it. Some, that is some salmon pink suit. I need it. Uh, DSL running her mouth to Matt Hardy. Uh, um, my notes, and I'm gonna quote my notes word for word. Uh, bitch, didn't you get your ass kicked by Matt's wife at WrestleCade? Yes, I was. We there. were there. Matt Hardy is the only baby face in this match. We get Garcia and Hardy starting off. Garcia grinds at Hardy. Then they lock up. Um, this was a good match. Um, Matt. This set, Matt's looked the best he did in the Smash in a while. I will say that. Well, I put this match is a good matchup because Hardy has lost a step in the ring and Garcia's still improving. But I do agree, this is the best I've seen Matt Hardy look in a while. I mean, Jeff's looked fine since he's came back. Except for that one mishap, but I mean... But that was planned. I've seen Kenny Omega fall off a rope before. No, they even came out and said that was planned. Like, that was supposed to happen. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Anyway, so, Hardy, Hardy catapulted Garcia into the second rope. We get Jarrett and Guevara in. Nice hip toss by Jarrett. Nice drop kick by Guevara. Guevara goes flying. Mrs. Jarrett, who moved but took out Jay Lethal. Sanjay distracts the ref. Jay Lethal throws in the guitar for Matt to use. Matt kicks it out of the ring. Lethal on the apron arguing with Hardy about the guitar. Guevara pushes Hardy into Lethal, who hits Jarrett. Guevara has Hardy up for the GTH. He hits it, but doesn't realize Garcia made the blind tag. Garcia comes in, covers Hardy for the win, and Guevara is in the corner looking like, what the fuck, man? And they will face Orange Cassidy and Darby. 
been a fine match. Thoughts on all that? Um, I did enjoy this match. And like I said earlier, it's the best match looked in a long time. Um, I for Jeff Jarrett to be as old as he is, he could still get around pretty fair. Sammy's good and Garcia's See, Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't like Sammy Guevara, but Sammy's a good wrestler. I don't like Arn Cassidy. Arn Cassidy is not a good wrestler, except for that one match with Will Ospreay. Mm, Arn Cassidy is a good wrestler. But unlike you, I don't hate something just because of one person. And that's what you do with Orange Cassidy. It's fine. You don't have to admit it. But we can go through and pull receipts if we need to. But I won't do that. Because I love Anyway, we have fuckery after the end of the match as Lethal and his crew attack Hardy. Isaiah comes out for the save, but the numbers are against them. Then Ethan Page comes out. He knocks out Sanjay. Has Lethal up for the Ego's Edge, and uh, Satnam Singh pulls Lethal out of the ring. Are we setting up a feud with Lethal's crew and the Hardy Boys and Isaiah and Ethan Page? Good guy, Ethan Page. Maybe. Next, we have a women's match with Sheeta versus Marina Shafir. Match was good. Sheeta brought out her Fight Forever gear that commentary made note of. Sheeta with a nice drop kick. Shafir with kicks to Sheeta's legs. Jericho mentions that Marina Shafir was one of Ronda Rousey's girls in her faction in MMA. Interesting. And Sheeta gets the win. Ronda's not coming to AEW. Don't worry. It was just talking about the whole uh, horse women of MMA. MMA. UFC. And I mean, at the time, you had Ronda Rousey being on top. I didn't Rina really hear Shayna Baszler. I never really saw those two in the UFC. I watched Ronda in the UFC, though. I think I've seen Shayna in the UFC. And so, I don't have any say about what they've done in UFC. Ronda, I have seen fight in the UFC. She was a bad motherfucker. Like, I still don't want to be kicked by her. Yeah, Ronda's leaving WWE and going back to uh, UFC, I hear. That's the rumor. Eh, I... Didn't now she that, have a kid um... not too long ago? Nah, her kid's like two or three years old now. Oh. Um, since uh, Amanda Nunez is retired, I think Ronda's going back. Because I think Amanda Nunez was the one that kicked Ronda's ass. Yeah. But then people are saying if Ronda comes back, Amanda Nunez would be like, yeah, fuck retirement. I'm coming back to kick Ronda's ass again. <laughs> one last time. One last time. No. Next, we have Statlander uh, promo. Go ahead. Everybody says this wrestling company has the best women's division. This wrestling company has the best women's division. It's the MMA. Or, my bad, UFC. I mean, hell, even DFL has a strong 
uh women's division for mixed martial arts. But anywho, moving on. We have a Statlander promo. What the fuck? Big Did time Stat- Chris. Big time Chris. Did Statlander contact Bixie Lynch to get those god-awful sunglasses? Put some wipers on them and wipe your ass off my TV. She says she's defended the title six times. Bitch, you still haven't improved from your injury. Says she is the defeater of the undefeated. Shut the fuck up. That is where it's at. Yeah, that's a great comment if you're a fucking uh, statistician math teacher. Or it's your name. get the fuck off my screen. Get the fuck off my screen. Oh, yeah. You also hate everything Chris Statlander does, so your opinions on her... I like her. I like her into this bullshit. I'm just going to give her a title, which I guess instead of directing it at her, I should direct it at creative. Yeah, do that. Why don't you do that instead of blaming Chris Statlander? And I'm looking at you, TK. Hey, anyways, Chris Statlander, cool person. We met her before. Oh, yeah, she's cool in person. Really cool. But she has lost a step since she's come back from injury. And this is the second time she's torn her ACL. So, A, it's going to be easier to get it torn again. B, it's harder to come back from after a third tear. And she didn't deserve this title. But, I mean, she is not wrong. She did defeat the undefeated. Anyway, can we move on to the main event? Sure. I don't want to talk about this Becky Lunch wannabe Chris Statlander. Next, for our main event, we have Big Bill teaming with Brian Cage versus Trent Beretta and Matt Sadell for our Blonde Eliminator Tournament. Um, I kind of like Cage and Big Bill as a tag team. BB, BBBC. That's what Brian Cage has named their tag. BBBBC. Big put, Bill Brian Cage. I put Big and Mean versus Smarts and Speed, and I'm using the term Smarts loosely with Trent Beretta. Matt Seidel's um, the Smarts. That's why I said I was using the term Lucy with Trent Beretta. Um, when I wouldn't mind seeing Bill in the embassy. I like Bill and Lee Moriarty though. They're they're good for one another. I mean, I like him with Lee Moriarty too, but I'm just saying I wouldn't mind seeing Bill in the embassy too. And I think the embassy has enough big guys because you already have. So, uh, what's the other guy? Bishop Khan. Bishop Khan. Look at And you have Brian Cage. Mm. I mean, mm. Swerve's not a tiny person either. Mm. Swerve has a decent build to him. Yeah, but out of all them, Swerve's the, the smallest dude in there. Yeah, but you have three fucking monsters compared to him. So I, that's kind of an unfair situation that he's thrown in. A good security, good partners. But I mean, I wouldn't mind having Bishop Khan and Brian Cage as my bodyguards. 
Exact. I mean, I wouldn't even mind Swerve Pet being my bodyguard. Okay, no, fight. let me take this back. Prince Nana is the smallest dude in that faction. There we go. <laughs> I fucking love Prince Nana. He's I so great. Too. I would love to meet him in person. Uh-huh. If he showed up at WrestleCade, oh, if he showed up at WrestleCade, we're still gonna have to meet him. I don't mean Stokely. Huh? I don't mean Stokely. I love Stokely Hathaway. Shit, what was it Matt Taven called him? I'll have to go look it up. It was funny as hell. Anyway, where was I? Oh, Cage and Sidell starting off. Cage with a shoulder tackle on Sidell. Trent in, Cage tags in Big Bill. Uh, I put kill him, Bill. Trent trying to use speed against Bill's strength. Bill slams Trent on the apron. Bill with a fallaway slam to Trent on the floor. Cage and Bill get the win. Wasn't expecting that. And now they will face MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah. This match was good. Rampage Rampage was pretty good this week. Yes, I can't disagree with that. People bitch about not watching Rampage. And then when it's good rampage, you still don't watch it and bitch about it. So how? Why are you bitching about something you don't watch? Rampage. I can bitch about Orange Cassidy because I watch the fucker on my TV every Wednesday or Friday, Saturday, whenever. Oh, I so hope he shows up on Collision when you go. I so hope he shows up on Collision. I hope Statlander's on it too. Brandon. What? Look into your computer screen. Mm. <laughs> but guess who'll be at collision and guess who won't be at collision? I'll be there. You won't. I don't know what you're talking about. I got I don't know, know what you're talking life. about. Hi, I got four weeks till I go see collision live. Hi, Vader. I mean, you could go. Hi, buddy. You're the one in, that made the decision to go back to be with your dad since you love him more. Shut up. I'm only going to be there for like three months. So moving on to Collision. Uh, side note, um, I didn't get to finish watching Collision and take notes on it, so we're going to wing the end of it. Um, Collision came to us live from Regina. Say it again. Regina. Love to start with the promos before the opening gives you an old school feel. Punk comes out, drops a decent promo, says details some history, says that this is the biggest match of his career. If Joe kills me in a dream, he better wake up to apologize. Says tonight history will be made. And then we our first match. Your thoughts on what CM Punk came out and had to say before the start of the show? Good promo and shout out to the guy on the front row who had the sign that says Chicago doesn't deserve doesn't deserve Connor Bedard because that's the realest shit I've ever fucking heard. Fucking Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard is the first overall draft pick in this year's NHL draft and then the uh I forgot what team he played for. 
but he played for one of the Canadian minor league teams. Mm. He had like 182 points. And like, he's filthy. Like, Ooh, he is damn good. the Chicago games this year and see. Nah, I kind of hope he's a bust since he's in Chicago. Because I fucking hate the Blackhawks. And you I just think. hate all things Chicago. Let's just go ahead and admit that. Fair. But, um, no, I think they shouldn't even have this pick in the first place because, uh, you know, sexual assault allegations came out about their team and they get rewarded for it by having the number one draft pick. And they lose Patrick Kane. Yeah, who I hear is going to Detroit. Where are people hearing this from? I don't see it. Because you said it, and my dad said it. Your dad told me. Oh, never mind. I haven't seen anything, like, from any credible source. So I think your dad's just hearing, like, people talk about it. But yeah, good job, Detroit. If you get a rapist, you can be like Pittsburgh. Steelers. You know who ain't a rapist? Sidney Crosby. You talk shit about him, but he is one of the best in hockey. Anyway, moving on. Our first match is Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. Match was great. Didn't need any fuckery in this match. Hobbs and Starks have great chemistry, whether they're a team or opponents. Nigel McGinnis makes mention that Hobbs and Starks are one-and-one against each other. Hobbs throws Starks into the corner. Starks with rights to Hobbs' jaw. Starks sends Hobbs over the top rope. We see QT choking Starks as the ref is distracted. Of course, the ref is horse-faced bitch. Nice elbow by Hobbs to Starks. Hobbs has Starks pinned. QT is on the apron telling horse-faced to count, but the bitch spends too much time arguing with QT instead of doing her job. Bitch, stop making yourself important. Starks gets the win. Hobbs ends up pushing QT. And so now the question becomes, is he breaking from QT? I can see it. Um, I thought this match was fine. Um, I like their first match better. Out of the two. Or how many they've had like two or three, right? They've had two. They're one and one. Hobbs is one one, Starks is one one. Now they're two well, Starks is one two out of their three matches they've had counting this one. But yeah, I it's a fine match. I like both of them. But yeah, you need to get Hobbs away from QT. <laughs> Next, we get a Miro promo. It was good. Um, who's he going to feud with is the question. Um, Miro makes mention of his double jointed hot wife. Well, then. Um, since he sensed the battle coming again, who is the battle going to be against? They're going to do a WWE and have him fight God. Kind of like how they had Vince McMahon fight God. No. No, 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 no. I was making laughs at you. I know you were. I don't know. Next, we get a Willow promo. Uh, Willow was supposed to wrestle Athena tonight at Collision, but... 
Uh, she got injured in a New Japan match and has not been cleared. Athena comes up and says she single-handedly ruined her collision debut in her first victory on this magnificent show and refers to herself as the forever Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Well, I mean, she is. Mm, don't think she's going to be champion forever. Uh, yeah, she is. So instead of Willow and Athena, we get Julia Hart versus Bambi Holt, I believe. Um, I seriously thought this was Piper Nevins when I first glanced at this girl. <laughs> um, Julia comes out with Brody King. Julia has 23 wins in a row. Huh. That's um, something new every day. We get a tie-up. Bambi takes down Julia. Julia takes charge. Julia gets the win. Um, I put. I want Julia to defeat Statlander for the TBS title, so everyone in the House of Black, I have a title. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. She got twenty-three wins. She's improving. No, she really is improving. She has gotten better. Oh, I know what we forgot to talk about: Brian Pillman. Junior. We'll talk about that at the end. I've seen that. But then we get a Malachi Black. Oh, you got something to say? Um, no, I do agree that Julia should be the one to dethrone Chris eventually. Oh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this Bambi chick is going to be wrestling on Ring of Honor tonight. I mean, tomorrow. Huh. I think I've seen that in the thingies. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in like two or three weeks. Again, my problem with it is that it lacks. Like, I love wrestling for the match quality, but I do want some storylines instead of just if it's all matches. It's all separate entity. I agree with that to an extent. It does need storylines to keep you wanting to watch it every week instead of just great matches. And I think TK should get somebody the book Ring of Honor. Like, you can own it and everything could go through you, but, like, you have to have some type of stories on there. Okay, moving on. Malachi Black promo. His promo is aimed at Andrade. Talks about the mask and the meaning. Andre Is Andrade going to join the House of Black in the future? Then we see Andrade respond saying that he is a businessman, calls Malachi a coward, and explains what his mask means to him. Yeah. Well, it's good promos by both of them. Do you see Andrade joining House of Black? No, I see Thunder Rosa joining Andrade's faction. Oh, dear God. Another fucking sandbagging bitch I hate. And next, moving on, we have a tag team eliminator match. Meaning, if Jay and Juice win, they will get a future title shot against FTR. Match was awesome. Had plenty of time to tell the story. We mm-hmm. get Jay and, D- Jay and Dak starting off. Crowd behind FTR. 
FTR. Those who wanted psychology in their matches, here you go. Uh, Dax with a hip toss on Jay. Juice in with Cash. Juice working on Cash's arm. Cash reverses. Jay and Cash in the ring. All four men in the ring going at it. Cash and Dax with suplexes on Jay and Juice. And that is as far as I got because then we went and had lunch with your grandparents. Um, I believe Jay and Juice get some help from the guns. No. No, they. this was a clean win? It was a clean win. Are clean, but they didn't have outside. So Jay and Juice get the win. Um, was kind of surprised a little bit that they gave them the win because you know everybody bitches about the champion losing. You can't have your champions losing. Yeah, you can. That's what JD says. He bitches about it all the time. Why? Nobody gives a fuck about what he says. That's a giant ass ice cream. Um, I thought the match was really good. I'm surprised that they gave them that much time. Because that match went almost 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just turned it on the TV, so I'm going through it real quick, like, fast-forwarding. Um, I could see Jay and Juice becoming the FTR Briscoe thing. You know how FTR had this great fuse with the Briscoes? Yeah. I could see FTR and Jay and Juice having good feuds mm. like that. I mean, not on the same level. I mean, I, no, I agree. It, it will be good, but the Briscoe's FTR trilogy, that's the greatest well, that's trilogy of all time. It's not going to be on that level, but I mean, it's going to be up there. Like, it could be good if done right. Like, FTR and the Briscoes hit Grand Slams. This will probably get, like, a double. Triple. Triple dope. Yeah. Somewhere in there. They're in the same ballpark, but one's better than the other. Yeah. I mean, I was just giving, like, a comparison to something so you could see where I was going. Then we'll come to find out that we're going to get two out of three falls. <clears throat> this Saturday? Mm-hmm. At Collision? I want to have the... this for all. But this would have been the first you... match. You can't hold it that long, I don't think. Yeah, you can. Um. Oh, yeah, they did win clean. Um, yeah, no, you can't hold it to all in. They needed to do this sooner. Do you think FTR is going to drop the belts? I don't know. I really don't know. Man, that's tough. Because, I mean, I like FTR. 
but I love me some rock hard Juice Robinson and some Switchblade Jay White. But anyways, I guess it's time for the main event. It is. I'm trying to fast forward to get to it. Oh, no. No, before the main event, Scorpio Sky made his in-ring debut back from injury. Oh, yeah. Wrestling Action Andrade. It was a good match. It was a good match. I didn't see any ring rust on Scorpio. I still want Scorpio and Ethan to team up and end up becoming tag team champions. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have said said that Action Andretti has cooled off, but he's been kicking ass in Ring of Honor from what I'm hearing. That's what me and Keith had that conversation the other night. He was like, where the fuck has Action Andretti been? I was like, he's been teaming with AR Fox and uh, Darius in Ring of Honor. So Which, he's I mean, been... it's good for him to get those reps with him being young. Yeah. I mean, and AR you're Fox. Him with is... AR Fox, who, who's a great trainer. Uh huh. So. But I wouldn't say he's cooled off. Maybe on like the AEW side of it. But on the Ring of Honor side, it's fine. But yeah, this was a decent match. I'm a big Scorpio fan. Scorpio's a really cool do- uh, guy if you ever meet him in person. Yeah. Um, end of the match, he goes over to shake Andretti's uh, hand and help him up. So, don't know if we're getting babyface Scorpio or what. But I'm happy he got back in the ring. Yeah. A lot of people were bitching about it and said it was just like filler. I'm a Scorpio fan, so I don't I don't understand. And then we go to our main event featuring Samoa Joe versus CM Sucks. I mean CM Punk. Punk wins. Um match was really good. It was a good match. Um if you haven't, you need to go back and check out their shit in Ring of Honor between Punk and Samoa Joe. Um, Punk pulls out the win. His first win against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe gets pissed and attacks him at the end of the match. And I think FTR comes and tries to help CM Punk. And then Ricky Stark stares him down. Yep, and then Ricky Starks comes out and we get a stare down between Punk and Starks. Which I'm kind of looking forward to that match. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna win that. And I'm I'm not a CM Punk fan. I've never been a CM Punk fan, and people's giving me shit for that. But you can suck my cock if I had one. Um, I think they really need to push Ricky, but. Knowing TK, and as much as he loves fucking CM Punk, I can see him letting CM Punk win this whole tournament. I can see Ricky win it if he turns heel and has help. Oh, heel Ricky is always good, because when he was a heel with Taz, he was good. Because Bang Bang Gang. Ricky and Bang Bang Gang? 
Ricky and Bullet Club. I'm gonna have to think about that. I'm gonna have to think about that. I don't know how I feel about that. It could be good or it could go really, really wrong. Anyways, dynamite card tonight. Yeah, pull up your dynamite card tonight. Already have it. Collision. collision has been rocking. People have said Collision's probably been the best show for AEW out of their three. Uh, yeah. It's, probably, it's been the best wrestling show out of any company. Ooh, Supernatural's on. Expedition Unknown's on. Supernatural's on. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is on. It was really good. Anyways, uh, Dynamite. We have MJF and Adam Cole taking on Brian Cage and Big Bill. Um... If TK wants to throw a swerve, he would let Bill and Cage win. But I think he's going to let Cole and MJF win. Yeah. Uh, Swerve Strickland taking on the debuting Nick Wayne. Yeah, a lot of people... Hold on. Ooh, a lot of people miss that. Um, Podcast I listened to, they missed it when somebody said, yeah, Nick. Uh, Nick Wayne was going to be wrestling and they're like well I don't see anything about it and I was like yeah it was in the corner during the Omega Uta match and I actually went back fast forward all the way through it to get to that took a picture and sent it to him that's going to be good Ruby Soho you think Swerve is going to lose and they will let Nick Wayne get his first win I don't know I think Swerve could put him over with Swerve winning yeah Ruby Soho taking on Sky Blue. Good match. Uh, they're probably going to let Sky win, but I think Ruby should get a push. Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Uh... It'll be a good match. It'll be a good match. I want Sammy and Garcia to win just because I hate Orange Cassidy, but that's beside the point. Commander taking on Chris Jericho. Um, Commander's gonna try to do some high flying flippity floppity shit, which I'm here for, and that's not Jericho's style. So it's gonna be like a clash of wrestling styles. So depending, and Jericho has been around for a while, so I think he can accommodate for the flippy floppy of Commander. I mean, and it Jer- might be a very good match. I mean, Jericho is the goat for a reason. And then. The Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite will announce their fifth member for Blood and Guts. We'll start with the Elite partner first. My background says who I think it is. I think it's Koto Ibushi. Um, I think he is. They've teased him. And, yeah, if it's not Kodo Yubushi, I'm going to Jacksonville. I'm putting on the Spider-Man suit, and I will personally beat up Tony Khan myself. How about you go kidnap him and let Mom beat him up? Uh, no. Unless he gives us Kodo Yubushi. Okay. So, hear me out. I agree with you on the Kodo. BCC. 
This is the one I'm conflicted about. Because you could go okay. three different ways here. Give me your three. Evil Uno. Mm-hmm. Jericho. Mm-hmm. And as a wild card, Chris Hero. I've heard people say him. I don't think he's gonna be him. I think he's the farthest of them of the other of the three I said. I think he would be the least likely. Um I don't think it's gonna be Jericho, but I could see Jericho because A, he told Don Callis, maybe, maybe for joining yeah. his family. And Chris Jericho has been in every blood and guts AEW's hat. Uh-huh. However, out of those three, Evil Uno would make the most sense giving his I don't want to say hatred, but giving his dilemma with Hangman. Yeah. How the Dark Order was there for Hangman when Hangman was at his lowest and then Hangman just turned his back, which I mean, I always told you he was a piece of shit but nobody believed me. Oh, I love Hangman. So Evil Uno is probably going to be my pick. A lot of people were saying Umino, and I'm like, motherfuckers in the G1. How's he going to do it? It's not going to be anybody from New Japan with the G1 going on right now. So I'm going probably Evil Uno unless they just pull some random shit or TK has signed somebody nobody knows about. And it is going to be a fucking surprise from hell and it is going to blow Twitter out of the water tonight. Uh huh. But we're in for another great night of wrestling, as always with AEW. And yeah, that's all I got. Oh, talk about the Brian Pillman stuff. Contract ran out, didn't get renewed. And I mean, I've seen some good takes on this. I've seen some bad takes about people saying they were Brian Pillman fans. Never seen anybody say Brian Pillman was good. I, I've liked him. I've seen him wrestle before. It's not my favorite, and he, he is good. But I can agree with some of the takes that it takes more than a legendary last name to get over. And uh, Brian was just trying to use his last name, and it didn't work out for him. So go do an indie run. Go to Impact. And reinvent yourself, basically. And then maybe come back. Uh, And that's where I am at on that one. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think when he originally signed with AEW, they were just looking for people because they were just starting. So I can understand that. But it'll be interesting. But yeah, at least he wasn't like let go in the middle of his contract. Yeah. Which, TK really doesn't do that. TK lets contracts run out. Mm-hmm. 
But anyways, that's our Dynamite Rampage Collision review. This week we have Dynamite Rampage Collision and Battle of the Belts. Yep. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Goodbye.